This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is for you, John Goulet. On a football Friday, November 10th, I want to let Amal Shaw know that I had Athletic Club over Celta Vigo in Spain today, okay? I'm down 2 0 or 2 1, something like that. Anywho, we go to extras, okay? Six minutes of added time. We get to the seventh minute of added time. A penalty on Celta Vigo as time expired. Athletic Club, Athletic Bialbo steps up, nails the penalty. Your boy wins it four to three. There is nothing more thrilling. The eighth added minute. There were only six on the referee's clock. Eighth added minute. There's nothing more thrilling than a walk-off in soccer. Amal Shaw, your thoughts? Absolutely agree. Great game today in Spain. This one, seven goals scored, as you referenced, but the late goal in stoppage time, nothing better. You, you steal a Thank victory you. from the jaws of a draw Thank and get you. the W Thank here on the plus I'm, money I'm price. Gonna ta- I'm going to take a bow. <laughs> I'm, I was louder celebrating than your boys at Sigma Derby yeah. over at the D. He's Amal Shaw, <laughs> Dustin. That's actually impossible yeah, exactly. because nobody's been louder on the planet. Freaking Led Zeppelin in 72 were quieter than dudes <laughs> cheering on 25 cent horses over at Sigma Derby. Fellas, you won a dollar. Fake Take horses. it easy. Oh, and fake horses. Uh, Dust, Dustin Sweetelson. Now, speaking of real horses, there's a good shot there. Sharp money on a Friday. We've got plenty to do. Speaking of real horses. So if you woke up on Saturday morning, uh, our colleague here at VSIN, Mike Samich, had a great article about betting the Breeders' Cup and absolutely killed it for VSIN.com. Make sure you check out Samich's articles over there. Of course, you can see Samich with Matt Brown on the handle on Saturdays and Sundays. And then he went over to his other job with our boys. You've seen, of course, Aaron Halterman plenty of times here on Sharp Money. Aaron and Jared over at Racing.
Talking Dudes, along with our buddy Mike Samich, just had an amazing Friday and Saturday. I want to thank you personally as we say hi to Mike. I want to thank you personally because I tailed along with you on that Saturday, and we had quite a day. Congratulations to you and the boys. Also would like to point out that you just casually let me know that on one race you had $22,000 on the line. If the, if the five horse won, the five was never a doubt. So you cashed that as well. What's up, Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> it was a fun little weekend over there at, uh, at, at Del Mar. It was nice. Yeah, we hit that early pick five, Patrick. I had that uh, quite a few more times than you, but it was still. So that was that was a nice little cash. And then uh, the tournament didn't go as well as I'd like, but I was sitting uh, at about 25th position or so with two races left. Put in a big time win bet. Unfortunately, that loss. But had it won, it would have been uh, a monumental weekend because I would have won the BCBC about $800,000 in cash there. So it just came up short. But uh, hey, there's always next year down at Del Mar. Congratulations, so Mike. I'm, Tremendous. I'm, sorry, all, I'm always asking, sorry, I'm all, yeah. I, but you asked the question that I didn't know the answer to. So if you don't mind, I'm going to ask when you, you were in a tournament. So how did that work out when you did text me, you had 20, 22 K on the line. Was it a, was it almost like a pick four or pick five where it went race to race? Like, how'd you, how'd the tournament structure go where you won the money? So you get um, you get ten thousand dollars. You buy in for ten thousand dollars. I was fortunate enough to win two seats in earlier tournaments this year, so I didn't have to buy into it. I was able to to just essentially kind of make it monopoly money um, because I was I was in about one hundred and twelve dollars uh, for two ten thousand dollar seats. So it makes it a lot easier to get wildly aggressive. Uh, I had a two thousand dollar double uh, idiomatic into August Rodine, and they both ended up winning, and that one paid twenty one thousand. So that's what got uh, got me going in that tournament. Mike, for a guy who knows nothing about horse racing, the only thing I've ever even listened to is you guys on this show. How did you kind of get into it? Just kind of take me back a little bit because I don't recall your backstory on how you got into it. But you and Jared and you guys have been tremendous in terms of what you've been able to do. And just not without giving away the kitchen sink, but what has kind of been the key to your success? Well, I, I got into it pretty young. Uh, my dad took me to the racetrack for the first time when I was two months old. Uh, and that's kind of how my dad and I bonded. And so, you know, I, I got I cut over my eye when I was 13. I got stitches. My dad took me to the hospital. And to cheer me up, he took me to OTB and gave me 20 <laughs> bucks to bet on the ponies. So it was a, kind of instilled in me at a young age. Uh, and recently, I, I've just focused a lot more on horse racing the last four or five years because I love the tournaments. They're really profitable to play. The takeout is less than what you, what you get at the racetrack. Uh, and, and they're beatable because of the game theory aspect of it. A lot like poker tournaments, you kind of have to understand what other people are going to do and then react accordingly to it. And I, I think I've got an edge there simply because of my poker background. Um, and it's been, been a good four or five years. And for me, it's all about just understanding what's happening each day at the track, looking for, for specific trips that are working out well, and then watching replays. You got just got to watch a lot of races to understand which horses got a bad trip or a good trip and then use that in your handicap and to find some prices. He's being he, he's being coy. He's one of the best handicappers, horse handicappers on the planet, and we're thrilled to have him a part of the team here at Vison. You can check out Mike every Saturday and Sunday on the handle. I would like to pass along the pithy response from our program director because he's not wrong. On a Friday, November tenth, John Goulet is our program director, and he said, "Fellas, you should be talking about football." So me opening an hour with a soccer score is not great. He just texted me, "So you're saying you got a BS win because." 
because the ref doesn't know how to tell time. That's correct because there were six minutes of extra time and they they scored in the 98th minute on the penalty, Amal. So again, the ref was drunk with time and John's not wrong. I picked up the dub on the penalty. Thank you very much. He's, Another he, bow. He's not wrong on that. However, a couple things I would argue with. Number one, in the NBA, we've seen this for three decades, especially when we get to the playoffs. There are a ton of BS calls. And in the National Football League, every incompletion, Mike, we're sitting around waiting to find out if it's a legal contact, defensive holding, or PI, because we don't know when the BS flag is coming. You know the flag is coming from somewhere, though, and then yeah. you got to figure it out. You like, hold your breath is whether or not it's going to be a defense or offense. And in response to Goulet, you did lead off the hour with football, Patrick. Yes, I was just saying. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Samich. I appreciate <laughs> yep, that. I'm That's quite you. erudite got of you. you. I got hey, you, buddy. Qu- quickly, quickly on the in-game, in-season tournament tonight, I did find just kind of a li- Last week on Friday, the overs went 5-2. and two. And I'm on the 76ers Pistons. First off, I'm on the team total for the 76ers. The Pistons are a disaster right now. And the 76ers, all of a sudden, offensively, without that slow pace with Harden, are awesome. Uh, I'm on the over 117 team total for the 76ers. But I bring up the totals tonight because the overs went 5-2 and two last Friday. This group play, the team that scores the most points is going to be a third tiebreaker. Why do I bring that up? Just because it's part of the in-season tournament where tonight teams are going to have to score because it's going to come into the tie-breaking scenario. Again, it's something the coaches know. So if you're taking a look at the totals tonight, I don't know if that's something. I know you have an NBA play tonight, Samich. I don't know if it's on a total, but just beware Friday night tonight as we kind of get away from group play in the in-season tournament, a team that scores the most points is going to be part of the tie-breaking scenario here. It's interesting. I, I mean, you think about soccer, gold scores, goals scored. Definitely one of the tiebreakers in the group stages there. Not sure how much that's actually going to factor into it. Or, or to be honest, if the coaches even know the rules of this in-season tournament <laughs> for the last nine years as we go through this whole process. So do you first year we're working some kinks out here, but uh, excited to see what happens with it. I do have a play from the court. Uh, I'm, I am going with a, a prop here versus a total or a side. Uh, give me Zubox over eight and a half rebounds tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. The second highest total on the board, sitting at two. 36 and a half. So, you know, you're going to get pace. You know, you're going to get shots that you're going to get put up. But what I like about this here is that Zubox, your leading receiver, or I'm sorry, leading rebounder on the uh, Clippers so far this season, second on the team right now, Russell Westbrook. So not a lot of competition on his side. You got lively, the rookie center out of Duke, who's the leading rebounder for the Mavericks. He's day to day, didn't play the last game. I don't think you're going to have very much issue for Zubox to be able to get rebounds on either the offensive or defensive side right now sitting at just eight and a half on DraftKings. So I'm going over Zubot's rebounds here. I will pass along and we're going to get just three minutes and we'll get right back into the football. I'll just pass along quickly. I had a pro text me earlier today. I knew nothing about the cap. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander over five and a half assists today. Of course, so I just if you want to get in on Oklahoma City, Sacramento, he's got over five and a half assists on Shea Gilgis Alexander. Amal, Dustin, anything NBA wise with the in-game in-season tournament? No, not really. Just kind of maybe wait for an in-game opportunity. But even that, it's too much college hoops, college football. No reason for it just yet. Uh, I uh, retired from college basketball betting yesterday. And every Friday through Sunday, I retire from NBA betting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that so yes yeah now I, I won't retire yesterday 
Yesterday, the retirement shtick with college basketball was you were retired until March, but you had a college basketball play. Does that mean you have an NBA player or you're officially retired? No, no. I've learned my lesson by going 0-4 my last four college basketball bets that I'm going to focus on football until Tuesday when I'm bored and need to find a basketball bet. Patrick, since Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, real quick on college hoops, Dustin and I were talking about that this morning. If you don't bet college basketball that frequently, and early season you may not know some of the teams, look for some opportunities when you have a prohibitive favorite against a team at home. Perfect example yesterday, Georgia Tech and Howard. Howard's up six at the break. Georgia Tech's minus two and a half for the game. They ended up winning by three, which covers, but they really should have probably won by six. Yeah, didn't play well down the stretch. But to me, that's where you have some great opportunities in college hoops. Teams that fall behind, there's some great in-game opportunities. The other one I wanted to quickly point out, Samich, have you ever seen this? So San Jose Sharks won last night, obviously, in San Jose against Edmonton. Edmonton was laying three-plus dollars, and they were sitting on two wins on the year. Never seen anything like that. Turnaround tonight, back-to-back for San Jose. They go to Vegas. Vegas is laying... to win a dollar tonight as favorites against San Jose. Absolutely wild. I've never seen a line anywhere close to that uh, in the NHL. Generally like 360. Maybe you get that 420 every now and then. I think the Bruins had a couple 420s last year against teams like the Blackhawks. But 560 is just absolutely crazy delay. I mean, I definitely couldn't do it. It almost makes you want to take a little bit of piece of the Sharks here coming back at plus 425. But are they really going to no. be able to win on back-to-back nights? I mean, I, I don't think I can. I don't think I can do it. And on the college basketball front, I don't bet college basketball until January. I actually wrote an article today about situational spots in the NFL and mentioned college basketball at the end. Once you get in conference, you can get situational spots that are wildly playable because they are playing Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Wednesday, and you're able to jump in on that early day game when you know they have a big game later in the week and you usually get a lot better number on the dog. Articles up over at vsin.com college hoops with Samich when we return college football and breaking news out of Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, subscribers, $120 gets you everything we do Samich articles, Amal's picks, betting splits, VSIN leaderboards, figure out who to tail, who to fade, daily best bets, everything, including the tools, VSIN.com slash subscribe through May 1st. So if you're not up on college basketball, not only do we have the college basketball guide along with the other sports, but we take you through March Madness for $120. VSIN.com slash subscribe, that includes the obvious. Obviously, NFL playoffs, college football playoffs, everything. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So uh, about, I guess, right now, an hour and 20 minutes ago, as we welcome you back here on Sharp Money, I'm Patrick Maher, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, Mike Samich on a Friday. We will run the NFL board. Picks or leans on every game in the NFL coming up in just a little bit. But about an hour and 20 minutes ago, the big news broke. A penalty imposed on Michigan as an institution. Head football coach... Jim Harbaugh has been suspended effective immediately from coaching the rest of the regular season on the sideline. Now, a bit of a hedge from the Big Ten as far as the suspension. Samich, I'll come to you first on this for a reaction, and that is he's allowed to prepare the team. What's interesting or ironic was the suspension came down as Michigan was en route to Happy Valley on the plane, so I'm sure they had Wi-Fi, although testy at times that airplane Wi-Fi, so maybe they didn't find out until they landed like the rest of us donks and turned on the phone and waited to see if somebody cares about you. However, we do know that Michigan is going to be without Jim Harbaugh. However, it does appear that they're going to appeal. So I don't know if that comes into play this Saturday coming up tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he ends up on the sidelines. I assume you're going to see them take this to court and try and get an injunction in time. I got to say, I've never, I haven't flown on a private plane recently. You got to think that Wi-Fi is better on those private planes than it is on your random Delta or Southwest flight. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that they've got Wi-Fi on that, that thing from a betting perspective. I mean, it doesn't really change anything for me. He gets to prepare still. And if anything, I think this makes the team even more razor sharp. I mean, you had people saying the only reason they're winning is because they're stealing signs. To me, this is a motivator, if anything, for Michigan. I I don't think this hurts them at all. Uh, The in-game decisions would be the one question mark. But, I mean, look, if you're sending an intern all over the place to watch games, how do we know there's not going to be someone in the stands on a cell phone with Jim Harbaugh just giving signals across the the, the field, right, if if you want to go for it on fourth down or not? And that's really where this, this penalty would come in and hurt them. For me, this really doesn't downgrade Michigan much. Uh, the Ohio State game would be the one game I'd want them on the sideline for. I don't think there's going to be much issue against Penn State, and they don't have a big game in between the two. So we'll see how this plays out. Uh, I'm more interested to see what the long-term ramifications are here because it, it seems like this is going to be Harbaugh's last year in Michigan just based with all the smoke that we've seen around this. I don't see why he wants to stick around with everything that's kind of looming over his head and then the seniors that are leaving this year. 
The number didn't budge when the announcement was made. We were sitting four and a half. Amal Shaw across the board. Michigan Lane at, at Penn State, 45 on the total. The announcement of Jim Harbaugh not coaching on Saturday on the sideline. Nothing happened with the number. And it shouldn't. The reality of it is I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal. Mike referenced the first three weeks of the season. No issues there. Now it's a different challenge in terms of the opponent. Those three games were also all in Ann Arbor. Now you're at State College taking on the Nittany Lions. But, Mike, I don't know where you come out, but Patrick and I, are just adamant that this is a pedestrian offense that the Nittany Lions have. Elite defense, 32 sacks on the season, but at the end of the day, Michigan's just a more complete football team right now. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Um, and this is actually one of my plays that I sent in. I, I wanted to play some way on Michigan here. Didn't want to lay the full four and a half, uh, but taking the, the team total under here, I believe it's you can either 19 and a half or 20 and a half right now, depending on what number you're looking for uh, on Penn State, I think is a great number. I played under 20 and a half for Penn State. I don't trust dollars at all. He's just not a very dynamic quarterback. Michigan's going to stack the box, force them to throw the football. And I don't think they're going to have success on the outside. They don't have dynamic receivers for this Penn State team. I think Michigan's going to be able to hold this offense down. I don't see how Penn State gets over that 20 and a half number. So I played the under team total here on the Penn State Nittany Lions. The big guy continues to monitor the potential injunction from Michigan as far as the suspension of Jim Harbaugh. We go to Dustin Sweetelson with an update. Uh, according to Chris Ballas, Michigan Jim, Jim Harbaugh injunction filed and that means that we will expect a ruling at some point. Who knows how quick that happens? But Nicole Auerbach's been tweeting out, tweeting out excerpts from a lot of the Big Ten ruling today and, and suspending Harbaugh for the uh, rest of the regular season from the sidelines for games. Uh, one note, the Big Ten says it's not received any info indicating that Harbaugh knew about Connor Stallions' illegal advanced scouting scheme, but he's being penalized because he's some, they want to punish somebody who, quote, embodies the football program. That's like Mike Samich saying he's not uh, he's not quite sure how his daughter was made. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I, first off, I hope you know. And secondly, the, Tarbot not knowing anything about Stallions is come on. We're not that glib. Also, congr um, congrats on that. Yeah, congrats, Mike. We we all congratulate you on what happened there. I I, I, I will there. say in a in a vacuum, boys. I actually think with the distraction that's been kind of percolating around the program, I think this actually benefits Michigan this weekend. If you want to stretch it to Ohio State, I don't disagree. Maybe that could be a hindrance. But a mall in a vacuum. They've already dealt with Harbaugh not being on the sideline against lesser talent. Yes, I don't think Penn State's any good. Let me just be very clear. I think the Penn, I think the Penn State defense is elite. Outside of that, I don't think there's anything to be concerned of with that offense. I think in a vacuum, this is good for Michigan this weekend. I would agree with you. All of us are on Michigan here in this game. There's no reason not to be. Mike, I thought the number came back short, just like the LSU Alabama. I thought this number should have been seven, seven and a half. I get it's a road game, but Patrick, you summarized it perfectly. This is going to have a positive impact on the Michigan football team. Har was on the plane going to state college with them the only benefit harbaugh would have had if he had found out sooner he would not have to go to that hellhole known as state college but the reality of it is this team is going to roll in there saturday they're going to roll out it was a 34 to 8 win in 97 they're going to do something similar here on saturday i love the way this wolverines team is playing being completely unbiased they're the best team in the country for my money i get they haven't played anybody but james franklin's offense hasn't been good for a long time this year and they only showed up against maryland again mike loxley performs well the first five weeks and then he decides to take a seven-week sabbatical, and he continued that against Penn State. 
The best is when they do the they do the report on Penn State and Happy Valley, and they show where that donk Jim uh, Joe Paterno used to live, like literally right there on campus, and nobody bothered him. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> could we do? Could we chill with that report? Uh, quickly, just to transition, Dustin, if there's anything that pops up yeah, as I got far one as Harbaugh, and, okay, please. We have a play on this game coming via the quarterback of Michigan, JJ McCarthy, with a tweet: one word, bet. Better lay that four now because he's laying it. No, no, no. Bet doesn't mean he's actually talking about sports wagering. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that is that is slang for that's what's up or hey, we're gonna take care of this. Well, oh, he's gonna owe me money because I I might have to. I'm laying the four because he said so. By the way, I love the tweet afterwards. It says those who will stay will be champions. Congratulations, one class in seventy five years. This Michigan program is so <laughs> unlikable and so irrelevant. It's so annoying. They put like two people in the NFL every year and like one of them sticks. I'm gonna tell you right now. If I had Jeff Bezos money i would buy a nuclear warhead and an aim it at ann arbor take out the stadium are you kidding me these people are insufferable they haven't won crap and they sit there and they act like they're the boston celtics and the los angeles lakers half a national title in 75 years there's not a more overrated program in the history of sport Amal, as always, with his finger on the pulse of geopolitics, talking about bombs. <laughs> finger the pulse of the red button. <laughs> what, what, is, what is happening on the planet? Anything with Hiroshima, Amal, before we get off there? Uh, okay. Wait, we tested it. It worked. We should try it in Ann Arbor, too, in case we don't have other test grounds. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a quaint town. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Oregon. So so you, <laughs> little transition. Uh, let's go to Eugene, other part of the country. Uh, let's now. The Alex Grinch out can't really flip the switch, and you're not expecting that switch to be flipped in the first half because you're going Oregon team total first half. Mike Samich over twenty three and a half. I am. This is a, this is a, an Oregon program that I think is a legitimate contender to win it all. <laughs> I would have them as a seven and a half point favorite against Washington. If we end up there in the Pac-12 championship game, I think they're going to come out on fire. That Colorado game with the way that they were motivated to come out and play early was absolutely phenomenal. Bo Nix trying to make his Heisman campaign. It's one of the last chances he's going to get to really make a statement here against Caleb Williams and this USC defense. I, I think Oregon is absolutely going to come out on fire. Twenty three and a half right now. The team total in the first half. I'll take over 23 and a half facing this USC defense. I, you're not going to get much of a bounce here firing the DC. I think you're going to see about the same USC defense that we've seen. And the nice part about taking the over against USC is you know that you're going to have quick possessions from USC as well. So love the Oregon over 23 and a half first half team total here. I like Caleb Williams under rushing prop as well. It's 17 and a half right now. He is making some business decisions with his scrambles. He's not aggressively going after it when he's getting pressure. And the beauty is that in college, sacks count against your rushing total. And this is an Oregon defense that can get after the quarterback in a weak USC offensive line. So I like the Caleb Williams under 17 and a half rushing yards and Oregon over 23 and a half points in the first half. I like the call there by Mike. Mike, how many points do you think the Ducks roughly wind up with? We were saying earlier this is going to be a high scoring game, somewhere at least 45 plus for the Ducks. A lot of it depends on this defense for the Ducks. If they're able to hold this USC offense down, and I wouldn't be shocked if they are, you could kind of see them pack it in a little bit in the second half. And that, to me, is the big key. That's why I'm playing first half. If they want to, they could put up a 50 spot here. We'll just see if they need to. Come back and run the NFL board and keep you updated on the Michigan News and Jim Harbaugh. 
This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And to God, that commercial conversation's on me. That was my bad. All right. We got to take a break to talk about Zen, <laughs> but, but but I will say to the big guy, can of worms open, but we continue. Uh, we're always debating what team needs to be number one, but as Samich knows, Zen nicotine pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people, all knows, to achieve lasting change. And Dustin says, if you want to find your Zen, go to your local convenience store or Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. As a warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Now, as we went to break, Samich told you, you like the first half, you like the team total over 23 and a half with Oregon. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Mike Samich, VEASAN host, joins us as he does customarily on Fridays. We're going to run the NFL board coming up in just a bit. Dustin, you do have stats to back Oregon in the first half. Yeah, uh, they're the best team in the country in the first half. They're averaging 26.89 points per game and a plus 17.67 differential in the first half. Get out to hot starts. And then they're number two in the country at points in the second quarter uh, in differential plus 10.33 points in the second quarter. So it's not even like they just get out to a really good first couple drives. The whole first half they dominate and decimate these teams okay donkey donk hey uh by the way you have north texas their under team total I actually went over i saw earlier today smu team total 42 i expect them to go over that you like the under north texas team total tonight at smu samich yeah, I do. This SMU defense, uh, top 10 in the in the NCAA in, in a lot of categories here, was surprised to see it. Only giving up 250 yards per game in conference. Top 10 against the pass right now uh, from a yards per play perspective. North Texas, really one-dimensional here when you're talking about their offense. They're going to want to throw the football, but they have weaknesses on their offensive line. SMU's sack rate, number seven in the NCAA. So I'll take this SMU defense to be able to shut down North Texas's passing offense. I'll take the under 24 and a half on the team total. Okay. Samich has more plays across sports, but if you want those, you have to go to vison.com slash subscribe to sign up for the weekend. We're going to get to running the board before we do boys, you know, anything you want to throw in there randomly that we've missed. I just want to reiterate Harbaugh has been banned by the big 10. They hedged their bets though. I, I think if they really wanted to come down in a mall, we discussed it. You, you have to preclude him from coaching during the week. That is not the case. He cannot be on the sideline unless the injunction goes through this weekend at Penn State the rest of the regular season however he can prepare his team so not much a difference from the gambling perspective yeah absolutely right it shouldn't have an impact from a better's point of view and I thought the Big Ten missed an opportunity to really lay the hammer I mean they they didn't go at him because it was Michigan Mike I said if this were Minnesota Indiana Purdue in college football I said these coaches would have wound up with a show cause they would have been gone and run out of town 100%, but it's a financial decision, too, if you're the Big Ten. You want a team in the playoff, and Michigan's your best team. You want your best. You want the coach to be there when yep. he's doing it. So, I mean, to me, this is partially a financial decision is why this punishment is so light for Jim Harbaugh is that they want Michigan to keep rolling. They know that's their best chance to get in the playoff. Can't 100%. wait. Can't wait for Penn State to beat Michigan and Michigan to beat Ohio State. <laughs> okay, donkey donk. Hey, I'll stick with you. Anything before we run the board? You got anything, Dustin, you yeah. want to say? Two Do? quick, two quick, three quick picks. Miami plus 14 Florida oh State rivalry game got into it yesterday. Georgia Southern minus one and a half at Marshall. Fade Marshall. Their defense stinks this year, but also the offense is horrendous. And then last one I added, Wake Forest plus two and a hook at home versus NC State. NC State's quarterback decided to redshirt himself. 
after he led them to two straight wins against Miami and Clemson. They're back to Brendan Armstrong full time. We'll take Wake Forest with bowl eligibility on the line. Bring back Doc Holliday, Marshall. Uh, anything uh, with you, Mr. Shaw, before we get to the board? Nope. Ready to run it. Okay. Run in, run in. All right, fellas. In. You know how we do. Let's run the board. And I should say, and Samich, you know this because you're super competitive. I, I, I just called uh, Dustin a donk five times, but he's been killing it with his picks on the picks page as well. Dustin, would you like to floss before we run the uh, board? Because lately you've been killing it. So we're 19, 13, and 1 over the last seven days. And I will add four of those 13 losses were college basketball bets that I have now retired. So they betting. don't count. Yeah, they don't really count. <laughs> Football. We're doing okay. well with football. He, we're doing well. He's still he's still looking up at me, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, Samich is falling. That's exactly Haunt. what I was hoping for. Samich right is above me because he's hitting at eighty percent. He's four and one, but I have more profit because I have more bets. <laughs> okay, a little pushback from the big guy. Never hurt anybody. Uh, boys, return to your corners because it's now time <laughs> to run the NFL board. 241, you know how this works. Pick, lean. Let's just have some fun with it. Samit, you're going to go first. Mr. Shaw, Mr. Sweetelson, then I'll round us out. Indi Indianapolis, as I said, they're going to be in New England this weekend. Pretty close. They're going to be in Germany. Indy at New England, 241. Indy's lane two, and the total Samit is 40. This is a play for me. Give me the under here at 43. I actually played it at 44 uh, in the article on Tuesday with a look ahead line. Uh, this is a great situation for the under here. You've got a depleted Patriots wide receiving core and you've got a, a Colts offense. that's just not nearly as good when they leave the friendly confines of their home stadium. So I will take the under 43 in Germany. Not going to play this game here, Patrick. I think it's a tough one to call. You mentioned you like New England on the money line. Like Mike's uh, play here on the under, it's going to be hard to see a Patriots offense scoring effectively against this team. Yeah, I generally like unders in those overseas games with the travel and getting acclimated. And then you factor in the fact that uh, the Patriots still have Mac Jones at quarterback. And I know the Colts defense is horrible, but I think the under is the play. Bill Belichick coaching for his job. Are you kidding me? Back against the wall in Germany, pounding vegan schleit. Wait, what's a good beer from Germany, Samich? Half of ice. A good beer? Yeah. Uh, what's the, the, the oh, the, the, oh, what's the, the black beer? The black the beer? Lager. Guinness? Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Never heard of Ireland? <laughs> it's honestly it's the most offensive thing that's happened on this show. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, Mike already drunk, and I asked about beer. Uh, okay. <laughs> what is going on? Um, okay. Mike, I, I'm afraid to ask you, but we'll continue. 243 Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore laying six and a half, a total of 38. I'm just going to pass on this game. I don't even know what to do after that. <laughs> I, uh, Shaw. I didn't play this game yet, but I'm looking at the Ra uh, Browns here. Excuse me. Plus six and a half revenge spot. Remember, they got embarrassed in Cleveland. Ravens probably win the game, but get nearly a touchdown on a division opponent in a revenge spot usually tends to be profitable. Look, it's uh, in division. The Ravens the last three weeks have looked like world busters. But remember, that's three games against NFC teams they don't see every year. They outscored them 106 to 33 versus the AFC this year, 133 to 91, a little bit closer. Uh, the average uh, AFC game, 22 versus 15.16. Uh, when it comes to uh, AFC versus NFC for, for the, this Ravens team, I think the AFC teams know them better. And like you said, the last matchup with Cleveland was DTR at quarterback for Cleveland. I'm taking the six and a hook. 
Baltimore doesn't lose November on at home, but they also don't cover. Give me the six and a half with Cleveland. 245 Houston at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, who day? Our Bengals, Samich. What's up? Six and a half. They're laying it. Hosting Houston and 47 on the total. For the first time in three weeks, the Bengals, I think, are properly rated here. I made this game 6.25. Uh, so I, I would I would take a piece of the Texans if we ever get to seven. I don't think we're going to make it there. Uh, I would lean toward the over, but for me, this isn't a play either. Yeah, this is no play here. But the one thing to pay attention to are the injury reports from a Cincinnati perspective. You've got Sam Hubbard banged up with an ankle. Jamar Chase, uh, I think T. Higgins as well. Uh, this is one you want to be concerned with if you're looking at it from a Cincinnati standpoint. Yeah, no Nico Collins, no Damian Pierce for the Texans. I might actually think about the under but that's just the lean here i'm on the under here we'll wait to collect the 40k so i'm not going to lay the six and a half with the Bengals. don't want to get greedy boys but i do like the under 47 and a half got a minute and a half left let's get another one in 247 san francisco at jacksonville if we don't get the full cap boys we can come back san francisco's laying three on the road samich 44 and a half Interesting spot here. I'm surprised it's a full three on the road, but San Francisco is coming off the bye. I'm going to take a good look at the injury report, see exactly who is going to be in and who's going to be out of this game for San Francisco before I would put a bet in on it. Uh, if you end up without their offensive line, if you end up without Debo Samuels, then to me, taking the full three is where the value is at with Jacksonville. If you end up with a, well, everyone healthy for San Francisco and we see this line dip under three, then I'd be on the Niners, but I have not played this one yet. I haven't played it yet either, but both teams coming off of a bye. Trent Williams was a complete participant in practice yesterday. Debo Samuels expected to play in this game. Expect San Francisco to be as healthy as they've been in about four and a half weeks, five weeks. So uh, line still sitting at three. Niners have lost three in a row. Might be a good bounce back spot if you like them on the road. Yeah, I'm going to look at some Christian McCaffrey receiving props here. Jacksonville, second worst when it comes to receptions against the running back position. I think he'll have to be involved to get pretty comfortable on on the road Jacksonville six straight the 49ers have lost three straight 49ers are coming off a bye Shanahan two and four ATS off a bye favored on the road no thank you give me my Jags plus three when we return we'll continue next up here on the board 249 New Orleans at Minnesota right now New Orleans is laying three on the road you got a total of 41 we'll come back and start with Samich there as we get a play or a lean on every game in the NFL of course Jim Harbaugh suspended that's the big news we're back sharp money There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, bet some games tonight. It's on us over at DraftKings. Five bucks gets you $200 instantly in bonus bets when you use the promo code SHARP. Download the DraftKings app. Again, that's for new customers and all customers. A no sweat, same game parlay every day at DraftKings. The crown is yours. We were just having the debate. We're going to get back to running the board. Dustin just sent me the in-season tournament court for Spurs Timberwolves. I am outvoted big time. I'm all, I, I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, Mike Samich. I'm Patrick Maher. I like the courts. What is wrong with me? You hate stick. Why, do you, why are you buying into the stick? I don't know. I, I, I am, am I crazy, Amal? I actually do like the courts, the monochromatic vibe. I, I'm not a fan. Dustin said it best. It makes it difficult to watch. I don't understand. Like when you watch the Knicks game, one of the best things about it is just the clarity of the court. You can see the game very easily. Lighting is fantastic. Some of these places, even in college, I'm like, dude, how about turning on the lights? How about you, Mr. Ireland, Colin Farrell over there? You like the courts? <laughs> I, I hate them. I can't stand them. I'm a traditionalist. I want I want the regular basketball court. I can't imagine players trying to play on these freaking things, too. I mean, you have to assume that it's not easy to see the lines and have the different the different colors and everything. You got that big stripe right in the middle. Like, no, thanks. Not at all. And, and by the way, I don't think Patrick actually hates shtick because he loves the big guy. And so if he loves the big guy, he mm. can't hate shtick. So maybe his shtick mm. is hating shtick. <laughs> mm. so he goes like a forth. wave on a shore. The big guy has wore me down. I loathe <laughs> the big guy for the first year when I met him. And the shtick made me want to beat somebody up. So that's not fair. That's not. Well, fair. I just sent you guys uh, a picture right. of this other court that's happening for uh, Radford versus Marshall today. They look like they're playing in like an auditorium or like a convention center is, at a random like holiday in. Is this in Cancun? Just sent you the picture. Like literally, I think they can. Oh have yeah, no, it's fans. at the Greenbrier. What is that? In West Virginia. Yeah, West Virginia. Yeah. I saw Lionel Richie perform there, dancing <laughs> on the ceiling. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. A second. I did. West Virginia of all places to see <laughs> yes. Lionel Richie. What well, better yeah. question? It was lit. <laughs> Were you being detained? It's lit. <laughs> no, it was awesome. The Greenbrier has a great course. PGA plays there every year. I went there. Oh, a little pop-up performance from a little performer named Lionel Richie. <laughs> Ever been? Dude, that all is a wild long. one. That is a wild uh, dude, one. Dude, I was. It it was turned uh, 249 New Orleans Samich. You're up first Minnesota New Orleans laying three total 41 lean the under here. Uh, I think you're going to have success from both of these defenses. I do like the over rushing prop for Josh Dobbs here. 28 and a half rushing yards. This New Orleans defense has really struggled against running quarterbacks. Dobbs gone over that number in over half of his game so far this year. I think it's a good spot for him to go back over that 28 and a half. Uh, didn't play the side at all with lean Vikings. I may end up betting the under, but I haven't touched it yet. Yeah, I know there's going to be a lot of excitement with Dobbs being back here under center now with the performance he had last week. But I think the Saints eat got a win. Not going to play them on the road. No way should you be laying three with New Orleans on the road. Uh, both these teams, seven and two to the under coming into this one. Both defenses ranked top 10 DVOA. 
I think it's going to be an under under game. May go for some Chris Olave props because I don't buy that Minnesota secondary still. Minnesota's covered in four straight. Make that five straight. Give me the three at home. Two fifty one. <clears throat> Mr. Samich, Green Bay and uh-oh. at Pittsburgh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Green Bay is excuse me. Pittsburgh lane three thirty nine on the total. I uh, bet this one yesterday, Pittsburgh minus the three points like that quite a bit. I think it's a good spot for Pittsburgh. They, uh, I know Pitt, Green Bay is off the bye here, but Pittsburgh also has extra rest playing on Thursday night. I just don't trust Jordan Love on the road in a hostile environment against this pass rush. So I'll lay the three with Pittsburgh. And one of my favorite bets of the weekend here, give me the first half under 19 and a half here in this spot. Two awful teams, awful teams in the first half. Two of the worst in the NFL. I think it's 31st and 26th. At points scored, so I love the under 19 and a half in the first half. I like Pittsburgh in this game here, minus three. I think they're the more complete team compared to Green Bay. Minka Fitzpatrick expected to be back in the lineup for the Steelers in this game. I think they'll be able to uh, slow down anything that Green Bay threatens them with. Uh, Steelers, despite their ineptitude at quarterback, win this game. First half, under 19 and a half. The only fear in placing that bet is that the Steelers' defense scores a couple touchdowns. Steelers 3-0 outright and ATS against teams with losing records. That continues. I agree with them all. I'll lay the three with Pittsburgh. Next up, 253, Tennessee at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Samich is laying a point, a total of 39. Yeah, no bet on the side or the total here, but I do have a player prop. Give me Levis over 221 and a half passing yards in this spot. This Tampa Bay defense has been awful against the pass. And while you look at the down to down efficiency numbers, they're not very good for Will Levis. He absolutely YOLOs the football. We're talking like six different guys two weeks ago had 20 plus yards receiving. He's going to throw it deep. He's going to throw it all over the place. That's good for a over yards prop. So I'll go over 221 and a half with Levis here in this spot. I want to take Tennessee in this particular game. Just not going to do it. I don't like asking bad teams to expect me to get a result. I'm going to stay away from this one. You're the only 10 I see. Uh, Extra time to prepare for the Titans. Will Levis finally having time to breathe. The Bucs are in a tailspin. Four straight losses. They're one and three at home this year. And the Buccaneers can't run the ball at all. They will not break away from Tennessee, even if they get a lead. We're definitely backing the Titans. Tennessee, Tampa Bay, under 39, big guy. 255, Atlanta at Arizona. Uh, Atlanta lane 243 on the total. Samich. Not going to touch this game. I, I lean toward the Falcons, but I don't really want to lay two on the road with a terrible team. Uh, I don't know what to do with Kyler Murray first game back either. Just not sure what to expect from him on the Cardinals. So when I look at my numbers, I'm not sure how to factor in the change because he wants to run. But when you're coming off an ACL, that that kind of takes away from that. Doesn't have a ton of weapons out there either. So the fact that Kyler Murray comes in, and I don't know what version of him I'm getting makes this a tough game to bet for me. So this was a full pass. I'm going to tease the Cardinals up here at plus eight in this one. I think as bad as Atlanta's been in terms of making a, a winning by a large margin, don't see it happening here. I'll tease the Cardinals here. Tyler Algier, anytime touchdown, plus 170. Arizona allows the fourth most rushing touchdowns allowed to running backs. Atlanta is a disaster. I doubled down at, at the half against Minnesota. <laughs> I hate that team. They're 0-5 ATS. Their last five is a favorite. Make it 0-6. Give me the Cardinals. 257 Detroit at the Chargers. Detroit's laying three sandwich, 48 and a half on the total. I like Detroit quite a bit here. Bad spot here for the Chargers. So they had to fly from Los Angeles to New York for that Monday night football game and then return back to, to Los Angeles on a short week. Well, the Lions were off all week. So you get Ben Johnson a full with two and two weeks to prepare for a Chargers defense. I get a better coaching staff with more time off and better rest. To me, this is Lions minus three all day, every day. 
I like the Chargers here. I know everybody's pointing towards Detroit. You mentioned them coming off the week off. Uh, the Chargers at home, I think, even though they have no home field advantage, they bounce back, or excuse me, continue to win three in a row here, and they get it done. Uh, I'm done convincing myself the Chargers can be a winning team. Detroit off the bye. They're getting healthier. Jackson, the, the guard's back. Ragnow, the center's back. Montgomery back at running back. And they can't pressure the quarterback. Goff's going to have plenty of time with two weeks to prepare. Come on now. Chargers plus three. 259. The Giants. Your boy, DeVito at Dallas. 17. Dallas is laying at 38 and a half. Samich. I laid 14 and a half early in the week. I wouldn't touch 17 and a half now. This number's too big. I can't bet the Giants, though. I can't bet with De- bet DeVito against this defense. I, I would need something like 21 and a half if I was actually going to bet the Giants here. So uh, I'll take my 14 and a half ticket, call it a day here. But it, it's Cowboys are passed for me. It's under a pass for me. Uh, I'm just worried that, you know, maybe Giants get seven, 14 points and it's Cowboys defense scores. So I'll take my Cowboys ticket from earlier in the week. And that's going to be it for me here. Yeah, stay away from this game. Numbers too big and can't back the Giants in any particular spot. It is hideous to find a bet, but I found one. If you, you're a risk taker, Tony Pollard, two or more touchdowns plus 320. You know what Dallas does at home. They go nuts. Go over team total, 28 and a half. Dallas Cowboys, 261. Washington's at Seattle. Interesting game. Six and a half. Seattle's laying it. 44 and a half on the total, Samich. Uh, for me, this is Seahawks or pass. I think it's a great get right spot for the Seattle team after a rough week last week against Baltimore. Commanders have to travel cross country, take on, and I just don't trust Sam Howell to be able to consistently put up points. I still trust the Seattle defense. Going to have to show improve this week, specifically against a weaker commander's offense. But uh, for me, this is Seahawks or pass. Haven't played it yet, but this is one I'll probably have by the, by the time we kick off on I'll, Sunday. I'll tease the Hawks down with Arizona here. Seattle, Carroll's 47, 29, and 4, 62% after a loss. Just give me an answer on the rest. I'll take Washington plus six and a half. The Jets are at the Ve- at Vegas. I'll give you a pick them uh, on the side and 36 and a half on the total Samich. Raiders are passed for me. Jets are no play. Brees Hall every which way. Raiders. Let's go Pierce. 265 Denver at Buffalo. Buffalo's lane 746 and a half Samich. If you can get the seven and a half, I like Denver here. I'm not going to play this game. Wouldn't watch it with a mall's eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> see i do like shtick did i just get busted that wasn't even yep. funny and i cackled nope. that's ridiculous <laughs> the bills are zero and five ats their last five games let's keep it going give me denver on a heater catching seven all right boys Malshaw, enjoy the well you're gonna enjoy because you've got michigan and no jim harbaugh on the sideline that's a double win for you enjoy the football this weekend the big guy mr shtick enjoy it samich what's coming up this weekend on the handle we have a blast and we got the contest here starting off the third quarter so make sure you check out that show from six to seven and then we'll run through the next week's lines six to seven pacific nine to ten eastern on sunday make sure you check it out we're getting better lines every week Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Thank you, boys. We'll see you on Monday. Sharp Money. Thank you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.